Hi, everyone, and welcome to Community Conversations, where we talk with members of the PNH community about how they manage their daily lives while also managing their PNH. Today, we're going to hear from Dr. Guy Winch, a clinical psychologist and expert in the science of emotional health, along with Jason and Elise, both of whom live with PNH. They're going to be talking about parenting with PNH. Before we get started, I do need to note that Dr. Guy Winch, Elise, and Jason were compensated by Apellus Pharmaceuticals Incorporated for their time spent preparing for and participating in this discussion. Dr. Winch, the floor is yours. Thank you very much. In terms of um, parenting, like what, because there's a, you know, and dogs also, pets also, how do you manage that? Because, wow, if there's an exhausting task and there's one that's 24-7, it's parenting. So I am curious um, if I can just hear a little bit from each of you about how you manage that. Elise, uh, maybe we can start again with you. How how you deal with that, with those challenges? Sure. Um, I don't have any children of my own. Um, my stepdaughter is with us as much as possible and was two and a half when I was diagnosed. So she has seen the entire journey. Um, for us, we have to be very open and honest with each other. Um, I have a port. She was there for the port placement. Um, and that's something that when we were just kind of wrestling around, she's hit me in a couple of times. And it was one of those. It was like, <gasps> and she's like, uh, are you dead? Uh, not quite, but close. <laughs> but being open with her has been huge and she's not scared of it. And it's not something that's taboo. And for me to say, hey, I can't get off the couch today, baby. Can we watch TV? Or do you want to use the laser light and run Jelly Bean around the living room? That's my dog, by the way. Um, is okay. And um, she has figured out she loves to cook, which, yay me, I don't have to do it. Um, and I can be there as a supervisor. I can sit, I can just be present where if she doesn't know that the big T means tablespoon and the little T means teaspoon, I can answer that question. And so we don't end up with tacos made with cinnamon and not cumin. So uh, trust me, we had a horrible sugar scrub episode one time. It's not like a taco for weeks. Um, we also like to play games that might take a little longer, like Monopoly, for example. You are not going to finish in one day, or at least we're not. We're so angry with each other. Whoever's winning is gloating too much, and the other two are so angry because that one's gloating, that if we don't play one night, it's not the end of the world. But we've started something, and I think for us, it's just finding that balance and making sure everyone's on the same page. Um, it's definitely been a learning curve and we are still learning and every day is different. Well, thank you. Jason, to you. Thank you. You know, I thought I had everything figured out before we came into this forum today. The things change. <laughs> um, you know, uh, my son now is 17. I'm a non-custodial parent, so I get to see him um, you know, as much as possible every weekend, if possible. But as he gets older and older, things, you know, he, he gets busier and busier. And now he's acting just like a real teenager. Uh, he was seven years old when I was diagnosed. Um, you know, a couple of years after that, we were going uh, on a uh, swimming pool. We were visiting a family in South Dakota, South Dakota. 
And um, we're at a pool, and he's like, oh, Dad, can you swim with your port? I said, yes, it's completely covered. Don't worry about it. You know. So his concern, he had concern for me. And as a parent, as a caregiver, as a mentor, as, as somebody who cares for somebody's growth and, and um, well-being, you know, it is incredibly difficult to have to admit to them that there may be times where you cannot be 100%. You won't be able to do 100% of the things you want to do. Like uh, we went camping and, you know, I thought I could do everything, chopping wood and everything. And then I sliced my finger right open mm. trying to chop wood. OK. And so it's like, yeah. So, son, now today's lesson is how to find the closest emergency room. That's the lesson we're going to do. So, you know, you have to have that sort of, you know, given you have to have, you know, and sometimes, you know, I, I was just too tired to go fishing. You know, we were supposed to go fishing and I was just too exhausted. So, you know, I he went with, with the rest of the family and I had to stay behind. Um, and then, but you know, I made cookies and, you know, I was like, this, this, you know, we couldn't go, but here's a cookie. And then he brought back the fish. I cleaned it. Uh, I was the only one that ate it though. I guess nobody else liked the way that I prepared it. Um, but, you know, as, as young people grow, um, their opinion about things is going to change. And we just sort of have to try and do our best because, you know, as as I look back at my own childhood, um, and you know, I might think about how my parents handled a certain situation, and how I might not have agreed with the way they treated me or my siblings. I know that they were only doing what they thought was best. It may have come from the way that they were treated as a young person. So you have to acknowledge that. You have to then try and reevaluate. Um, your first instincts. Like I was upset at Noah for, um, my, that's my son, um, for, you know, changing his plans at the very last minute. Um, he was going to go and support one of his teammates as he uh, started uh, grieving and mourning for the loss of his grandpa. Now my son lost his grandpa just a few months ago. And, you know, we hadn't seen him in a while. And I was really, you know, and I just reacted in a way that was petty. And luckily it didn't even get to him. My wife was able to stop it right there. And then she said, think about what you're doing. How would you really want, how would you deal with one of your best friends losing their grandpa? Wouldn't you want to be there? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. He's doing exactly what I had expected or, or would expect um, someone to do with a, with, with a strong sense of character is to be there for your friends, to be there for your, your chosen family. So I, I, you know, I just had to, you know, not be selfish in my own needs because sometimes as a PNH patient, I have to consider my own needs first, but then realize that, as I help a young Noah because his good choices and to notice that his choices, though difficult, are the best thing for him to do. And it's his life ultimately, not mine. Thank you, Jason. And, and thanks, Elise. I know we're almost at time. I just want to throw in one thing about parenting, which I think is really important. It's something I say to uh, all people, but especially for people with PNH. Um, the one thing we do not do enough today 
is we do not give our kids enough chores. We do not involve them in the running of the house as much as we should. And, you know, back in the day when people were, you know, in homes where the kids had to go and, and, and you know, get the water from the well and feed the chickens and do all of that, there was something really, I think, useful about the messaging of there's a lot that goes into running this house. We're a community of a family and we all participate. And kids as young as three can help set a table and kids at the age of six can, can help uh, clean. And uh, kids at 10 or 11 can help cook meals, um, as, as your stepdaughter at least does. And so it's really important uh, to involve kids because it's actually really good for them. The research shows that kids who have more chores tend to be more responsible, more compassionate, more empathetic. Um, so it actually gives them, they do actually better in school for those reasons in part. So giving kids more chores, not because you have PNH and you can't get to it, but because it's good for them and coincidentally, you know, is useful for you. I would really recommend that as, a, as, a, as an important tactic. Elise and Jason, thank you so much again. Those were such great ideas and tips and everything. Thank you. If you'd like to hear from others in the PNH community or learn more tricks from Dr. Wench, be sure to visit our website at thisispnh.com. We're always adding new resources, video, and audio clips, so check back regularly. Thanks for joining us.